Hello, this is Oliver Braid. Happy GI. This is so exciting. We're actually sat in the Burns room of the Mitchell Library in the middle of Glasgow on the first day of Glasgow International. Live from Glasgow. How exciting. Um, So, this is the first of our three very special GI broadcasts. This week, we're in the Mitchell Library to celebrate the launch of the Art Lending Library project, which is put together by the amazing Market Gallery. And Neil Bromwich and Zoe Walker. And lots of other people. And lots of other amazing people. Who have all collaborated in what is only could be described as a community effort. Yeah. (laughs) Next week... I see where you're going with this. Next week, we're going to be broadcasting live from Tramway. And the theme of next week's show is going to be... But we're going to go and see a lot of art in the intervening period. Mm -hmm. I've not really bothered with art much this year. I've been saving myself up for GI. I've had a little countdown, actually, and uh, I'm just looking forward to all the surprises. I've deliberately tried to not learn too much about what's going to go on over the next three weeks. Yeah. I'm just going to really unleash it. I mean, we started last night with a lovely little party. It's no secret that both of us... uh, Well, I don't know. I'm beginning to come out of my hangover now because I did have two bacon rolls. Oh, I haven't eaten anything, but I did make up for it last night when we got home. And actually, when you see the photograph, Oliver, I'm looking at Oliver drinking his coffee and his hands quivering. <laughs> but when you see the photograph for today's show... Oh, yeah, it's a special photograph. We were worried about um, where how we would take the photograph in the library because we have a little tripod set up in our lounge normally. So we decided that we'd take it, I think it was 1.45 last night oh. while we were having a bit of a toast fest. Which was quite exciting, but you'll see that. It was really nice. Anyway. I t- haven't got my glasses on. Yeah, it's the first show without glasses. But you do have them on now. I've so got them on now, so the photos are live. Let's get on with the show. Okay, well, Tell as me about it. You were Eddie, interrupting me, Oliver. Come on, I want to know all about what is the theme of today's show and why have you chosen it? Okay, but before I say that, can I just say that we wanted... I was in the middle of explaining where our three GI specials are okay, going to be. final one. Tramway next week. Following week, we'll be broadcasting live from the CCA. And we're going to be seeing a lot of art in the intervening period and hopefully responding to it in some way and choosing themes that will kind of draw together some of the exciting or interesting or challenging aspects of GI, I suppose. So... Today's theme is inspired a lot by the Art Lending Library project, which, as I mentioned, is organised by Market Gallery and is launching today in the Mitchell Library. And Oliver and I have both got artworks in the Art Lending Library. You can borrow them. You can totally borrow them. And the idea is that much as a normal library works, where you can go in and borrow a book for a set period of time, access to free knowledge the art lending library i think has up uh, i think it's got 50 contemporary artworks by a lot of exciting interesting artists based in glasgow and all around the uk such as beagles and ramsey who we, we were walking with john beagles on the parade today um and the idea is you just go in and for free you can book out an artwork have it installed in your house um for a period of three days and just enjoy it and then return it without need to purchase or 
or own the artwork, much in the same way that you can take a book out of a library. So I'm particularly excited about this, and I'm particularly excited about it because it's kind of like, I suppose, a challenge to the conventional ways of disseminating artworks via the art market is a kind of anti-commodification of the artwork where people have free access to it and that the use value of an artwork if you talk about it in Marx's terms is multiplied a huge amount because everybody, like everybody who borrows the work gets to, to enjoy it and experience it and then it can go back into the library and then be used and enjoyed by the next person so Anyway, I wanted to do a theme that kind of related to that idea and I was playing around with some um, suggestions. I wanted to do something, I thought about cooperation and I thought about commodities in terms of the anti-commodification of the artwork that the library is kind of um, s proposing. But in the end, I think you cajoled me into choosing well, communities. The thing is with communities, I think it is much more about it's much more open to just not just talk because the art lending library is a great GI project, obviously, but there are lots of other projects happening and there are lots of other people around. And I think really that my interest in GI is more about uh, what it means to the group of people that are involved in it or get the opportunity to go to see it. The kind of uh, an art going community, if you can call them that. I don't know if you can. I might talk about that a little bit later. But like, you know, I'm much more interested in what GI means to people than perhaps actually what it means in terms of being able to go and see artworks. I just like it as a, as the idea of it as being a festival. Yeah. Because I think originally festival as a term, I do believe that our favourite reputable internet resource... Which one? ...may have informed me. It begins with a W. I don't want to give it away. Free access to knowledge. <laughs> I think it may have informed me that the the original knowledge of festival or the word festival comes from festivus in latin oh right and it is about celebrating a special community so actually oh. therefore it's kind of in actually within the title of uh, glasgow international festival of visual art that it's celebrating the special community of visual art so i was sort of wondering whether gi is a celebration of the artworks and you know and what's in the festival or whether it's actually a celebration of a community that a lot of the time you know, works really hard all the way around a year to do stuff, and then they get this time. I hope that everyone who's been involved in GI this year really looks upon these three weeks as like an extended siesta time where they yeah. just celebrate, you know, themselves and all the people that they've met over that period of time while they're working towards something. Where they actually... I'm very much... I think the most positive way to think about GI as as a Christmas for artists. Aww. And that's why I've been trying not to find out about any of the works. That's why I've been trying not to find out what Jeremy Dell has done. Because that's a Christmas present, isn't it? And when we went last night to the speeches and for drinks, that's like going to see someone turn the lights on at a Christmas lights. Oh, and all gathered around those speakers. You think about those as Christmas trees? Yeah, and somebody tipped me off about what Jeremy Dola's project might be, and you didn't want to know, did you? Yeah, I wanted to keep it secret. Um, because I think the, the, the only way to really enjoy something, like in this situation, a sort of festival, is to switch off from just like you know, thinking about yourself and thinking about what mm -hmm. your relationship to it is and actually to think more about, to try and lose yourself in something that's being offered to you in the form of like a community aspect or your chance to like disengage from your day-to-day -day working as an artist and just think, yeah, this is a holiday that's been specially put together for people like me to celebrate Aww. and so I'm going to lose myself in it. I'm not going to think about myself as like 
an individual artist. I just think about myself as a member of because of the Ellie and Oliver show team. Of the Ellie and Oliver show team. <laughs> but actually, this is something I want to talk about in relationship to communities as to whether because I was thinking actually you could separate it into two. Some German guy whose name I don't know apparently yeah. separates these two things. One is Gemeinschaft, which is a social entity due to a presence of united will, which is how a community is defined. And the other one is Gesellschaft, which is a group of individuals who make part of a group or take part in a group motivated by self-interest. Right. And so I was wondering, like, what category, if we think about Glasgow International, like, what category that falls into? I actually think Glasgow International is a community that's made up of lots of different communities that all work together, all work separately uh, around the city for like two years and then everyone gets a chance to open up those communities for other people to explore uh, temporarily and then go back again. You, I mean, I think you've really got out the right side of bed today because you're very, very, very upbeat about this because we wanted to have quite an upbeat show mm. and that's why we chose this word. But I remember when, well, Oliver cajoled me into choosing it and I remember when he said about communities, I'm like... Oh, I don't know whether I'm going to have a, that many positive things to say about the art world. I think it relates to like what some of the discussions we've had in earlier shows about feeling like we're kind of got something to prove, and that there's a, well, it's very competitive. We're also tying with the idea of competitions for one of the broadcasts, and it it relates, I guess, to that thing that our favourite. Um, psychotherapist <laughs> once said about it being a hegemony of niceness within the art world and I think that I was kind of worried when he suggested communities because I was worried about whether I might just come across, come out with a big tirade about, against all these people who I think I have a vendetta against. But going on the parade, which we haven't really talked about, but yeah. we've just been, um, we all mustered in, uh, muster, that was the word they put in the email, I like that, a muster station. Um, we all mustered in George Square at 10.30 and then at 11.15 we set off um, a parade with the art library with Walker and Bromage who put, put together these like rousing speeches in the middle of Georgia. Yeah, they were great, really, really nice to get us going. Um, there was a piping band who you might hear a little bit more from in a minute or two, and there was all of the artists, well, a selection of the artists carrying their artworks, lots of volunteers who'd helped put the project together, and we just marched through the centre of town, and it was really right interesting. Right, through the centre of Glasgow. It was quite amazing. No traffic. Well, everyone was stopped. The police were there. Because you said you'd never been on a march. I'd never been on a march. Or a demonstration before. I mean, normally, I wouldn't really believe in it. And, I mean... I believe in a march demanding something. I've been on a lot. You're a bit more demanding I mean, than I... I started to go on marches um, in the 90s. The first march I went on in London um, was against the criminal justice bill, which the Tory government was trying to bring in. I think it was 1995, so it had been Major's government. And one of the, it, was, it was this massive bill that had all of these things that were kind of impinging on civil liberties. But I was still in middle school when you this was, was happening. <laughs> you were still in middle school. I was, li I was uh, living in London. I think I was 15 or 16 years old. But one of the things that was in this bill was something, uh, 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 something they were trying to pass which would make um, big parties or big sort of raves 
illegal. It was something to do with the number of people Ooh, being so allowed to get together in a specific place. Um, and that, So basically, this demo that went through the centre of London had all of these floats and everyone was playing rave music and it ended in a riot in Hyde Were Park. Were they in a Taz? Yeah, it was Were a it was a task? temporary autonomous zone. Yeah, I mean, people. It was a rave as well as a demo, but it ended in a riot, and we were in High Park. Have you heard the story before? No. And like, it was the most exciting thing that I've ever been involved in because we were like being charged by police horses, and the, they were throwing like. Um, tear gas at us we got gas we got charged by horses and and i came home and my mum my mum still tells the story that i came home i was like mom i was in a riot and the thing that because it was the first demo that i'd been on you just get carried away by the power of being around other people that is that is i mean actually today's market gallery procession didn't end in a riot but what i think (laughs) is really interesting is this idea of collective effervescence. Yes. Which, I, I mean, I, I, last year I read this book called Dancing in the Streets by Barbara Ehrenreich, where she talks about how collective joy used to happen through ecstatic rituals and rites, and then it, it became so problematic because it, it kind of destroyed hierarchies because if everyone was dancing together and having a great time and losing themselves, these hierarchies ceased to exist, and so it was problematic, it was repressed. Um, but what she suggests is that now it's like the perfect time to bring it back because also it's a way of like making us happy without having to buy anything or without having to like um, be part of that system. You know, it's about just dancing and letting go and not really caring about what you look like or, do, you know, just being really lost in the moment. And so I feel a bit sad that as of yet, I haven't fully, ex- I haven't been to a GI event where we've fully experienced collective effervescence. And yeah. I'm hoping that tonight there will be more dancing in that kind of like Dionysian style where people uh, are just really uh, letting go. But also I think there's chances to do it. Um, you know, we were talking about Taz's before. One of the things that I did this week with just some of my friends at Iron Brat Studio, we made GI outfits. Like I bought a £20 bag or like loads of scraps of fabric and we just spent an afternoon just putting bits of fabric onto ourselves, just making fun outfits. And that to me is like a perfect GI celebration because it's not about people seeing it happen and it's not about like making a big scene about it. It's just some people, a community of people who are part of this larger association coming together, really enjoying themselves, doing something. And that's a bit like a Christmas activity for me. You know, like when you get together and make cakes together or you decorate the tree, those tiny activities. My ideal model for a real GI opening is that instead of everyone going together in one room, Everyone just takes time to prepare a dinner and have a special time with just people that they really love and trust and feel comfortable with but are connected to through being an artist. And we have like what is sort of like a Christmas dinner just together. And we'd so imagine instead of like there being these massive big parties, but just instead there's all these little pockets of light all around Glasgow of just people gathering in lounges and just really celebrating the fact that they're friends and that they're artists rather than going out to some enormous party or not that an enormous party isn't fun but um i think it's important to celebrate those times but you're, what is, but you're talking i mean you're talking exclusively about artists and i mean i want to because we before we drift too far away from the parade um because i've got some my song this because i woke up at uh five to ten and we had to leave the house at ten uh-huh. it was a bit of a panic um we today to get down to to george square in time to to get on the parade um 
didn't have time to change my underwear. <laughs> oh, really, oh. Marsh? Sorry about that. It's all right. Share um, it with the community. I haven't got a song, as per you, but I did have my camera on the parade. And you were talking about, was it Collective Effervescence? Yeah, Collective yeah. Effervescence. It's a collective energy that I see, and it's something that can be very, 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 very emotive. And I went, when I was living in London in 2001 and two there was all of the stop the war marches to try and prevent the war happening and they were enormous and there was such a massive outcry and you know, the biggest march that there have ever been in the UK. but I used to march and also break down in tears this is collective energy it was all around it's quite magical we can't un- recreate that in the situation well I'm glad you missed it today and I will Working towards you to well you kind of I know what it is to experience the feeling it's about being were we dancing somewhere recently I'm sure we went somewhere recently where we danced yeah, but what I wanted what I wanted to play now is some audio clips that I recorded. Feel free to dance from the parade today. They're not very good quality, um, but there was a there was a Scottish piping band playing just in front of us, and I went to find out the ne- and I and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. They're probably from the local like National Piping School of Scotland. Um, so I went to find out the name of the band, and apparently they don't have a name because they've just come from a website called hireaband.co.uk. Oh. <laughs> but they did play some some, some fantastic fantastic songs and I've got a few very short audio clips now um, which I'm going to play and hopefully you'll be able to hear I'm sorry they do cut off quite abruptly at the end so that was the first one and I think just to add a little bit of commentary conceptual radio this was just recorded literally an hour ago on the streets of Glasgow. So that was heading down past Queen Street Station, just under the bridge, I think. Ah. You know, when we went under that bridge and it was really echoey by the... Yeah, it was magical. I loved it. By the Sainsbury's. So I thought I'd do a little audio clip here, there. There's... Here's a second one. <laughs> That one ends quite abruptly as well. These are literally video clips that I took and the audio's picked up on the video and I'm just playing them now. But the the final one I'd like to play for you, is it Flower of Scotland, did you say? I think it might be called Flower of Scotland. It's but apologies if there's any Scottish people that are listening that are offended that I made it. But I'm pretty sure it's called Flower of Scotland. I think it's the national anthem. Okay, it's Flower of Scotland by... Hyraband.co.uk. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> um, but this was beautiful because they played this as we were crossing the M8, which is the massive motorway that cuts through the centre of Glasgow. And um, it was a re- I, I wasn't quite um, moved to tears, but it was quite an emotional moment because it was a real reclaim the streets moment as well. And that's another thing that I used to go on in the 1990s was this movement called Reclaim the Streets where they would go and take over motorway and have a massive party on it. Wow. And it was a kind of anti-car yes, demonstration that was also like a real, like it was like a rave. And that's basically what the criminal justice bill was trying to 
avoid stuff like that happening but it happened in the daytime on a motorway anyway i had a little bit of a flashback to reclaim the streets moment all that acid but also are we doing fire of scotland quite a patriotic moment as oh, well good. for our adopted home well, so big fans of glasgow this is the longest one it's about 28 seconds <laughs> and i hope you enjoy ironman.co.uk recorded outside the mitchell library about an hour Live ago session. Sorry, another abrupt end there. Just a little sound sample. But, um, yeah, and, and some of those, you can probably hear Oliver screaming and um, making... I was going to apologise, but actually I just realised that if you listen to this show, you're probably suddenly very familiar with my... Well, you've become accustomed to my voice. Yeah. I hope, I hope so by now. I hope we've made our peace. I know. So that was my alternative song for today. So, oh, Ellie, yes, Oliver. my question to you, though, really... Yeah. I did have written down, but because I know it's a quite insane today. Was so yeah, how can we use GI as a chance to lose ourselves in each other as opposed to a chance to promote ourselves? How can we regenerate the collective effervescence of religious slash ecstatic rights in a sort of godless situation? Wow. I don't know, like because look, I mean Nietzsche tried to write new morals for a godless society and he just ended up hugging a horse and having to go and live with his evil sister. I don't know, Oliver. I mean, I don't know whether I've got the right answer that you'd like to hear because I... I've got an answer. (laughs) Okay, well, am I allowed to... But you, please muse on it. Well, I wasn't really going to... Oh, we'll talk about what you want to talk about. What I was going to say is maybe something that I talked about um, when I did my talk at the Women's Library last month um, was the, the talk was kind of looking at these two simultaneous hobbies that I'd started kind of for the new Ellie for 2012 because my ambition for 2012 was to try to become more social and I guess to integrate myself into different communities in the city that weren't necessarily within the art world because I guess I found the art world a little bit claustrophobic Mm. and a little bit too you know seeing the same people the same time and this idea of the hegemony of niceness so um the two things that I started was my reading capital group um, which is a kind of social reading group and I really like that atmosphere because it's kind of like a, a self-initiated like learning environment I suppose um, where you're learning but you're also kind of getting to meet new people who are maybe interested in similar stuff and then obviously the other well the other thing is doing the residency at the women's library where I've met a lot of really nice interesting people and we came past the front of the women's library because it's just down the side of Mitchell and Sue who um, is has been involved in the library since the beginning Sue John amazing woman who's been involved in it for the last 20 years she was out the front and I gave her a little wave and I felt that that was that community that I'd kind of um, found out about and begun to become part of and then the final one obviously it's hard not to it's roller derby. It. It's roller derby, which is we're my new passion. We're not going to talk about roller derby. I'm worried that we're talking about it every radio show. No, but we're not. We haven't hardly talked about it at all. And anyway, I just want to bring up again because I've been training now for 16 weeks. I've got my theory test on the 24th. And I've got my practical test on the 1st of May, and if I pass, which I'm not 
taking anything for granted, Touching obviously. Words, superstition. Knocking on wood. Um, but if I do Touching pass, filthy, it sorry. does. Sorry, apologies for that. It's too early. I'll get, hopefully, into the league training. But that is, those girls, they're my new community. They are my new art world. Roller derby is no, my new but art no, world. No, no, no. Do you know, that really annoyed me that you said that. Because it's not about finding a new community. It's about realising that the best way to deal with every situation is to have lots of different communities that you dip in and dip out of. And that's the way to enjoy, you know, the reason I think that maybe we stopped enjoying the art world so much was because we were just like, just going to art all the time and never having any other things. And now that we've got other things in our lives, everything is so much more fun because it's like a balance, you know. Yeah. And so you treat this time as like a leisure time rather than just the daily grind, you know, because if you do it all the time, then it does just become like you're just constantly working on something. Yeah. I want to go somewhere and have fun and not really be on my guard. Well, we and are going to Ireland. We oh. are going to Ireland. <laughs> doesn't really make any sense, but we are going. Because uh, I would say instead of, like, just thinking about how to form GI as a... how it forms as, like, a whole community, I think that we should use it to remind us of the communities that we already have and take time to celebrate those and whether that's about, you know, just going out with friends to see some of the exhibitions and then having a chat afterwards about it, you know, just these smaller things that, and trying to find like special ways to take advantage of the fact that there's this great festival here with all this stuff that you can go to. Um, Ellie, I feel like I've lost you. It's because I'm doing the the technical stuff, Oliver. I'm trying to get a jingle lined up. Some of us have to to work around here. No, I just come on. You just come and... But what I want to suggest, listen, is that... um, Yeah, we we should celebrate GI, but we have to find a way of... um, Celebrate as a shared event. Sorry, Oliver. I'm so sorry. No. I was just looking at the software and getting a jingle. So anyway, up. listen, I suggest that the best way to celebrate your community during GI, although it's totally up to you, is to do kind of off-road, unorganized, self-initiated responses during the festival time. And so rather than, because it's actually relationship-wise, I think, in terms of building bonds with your community, it's really about the quality of that bonding time rather than quantity. So instead of like going around madly trying to just tick everything off, it's about, you know, maybe going, but having a really great time, maybe I doing just, it in quite a wild way. I just had an idea. Oh. Like, you know, we've got our two GI shows coming out and we're going to have to play a song soon because yeah. we're running out of time. Maybe we could try, because it's Friday afternoon, it's got that Friday feeling, maybe I'll play the Friday jingle. Maybe we should try to like organise some sort of little c- community parties for after the sh- post-show parties where wow. we can invite people maybe to those venues. Maybe for the venues. final one, that would be nice. Or ne- both, ne- both weeks. Okay. So next Friday we could organise a little get-together for listeners or anyone who wants to come. Anyway. Well, actually, yeah, we should we'll think about, about who it. the community is. Follow us who on is Twitter. the community? Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, etc., etc. So uh, we're going to totally play out now on a song. This is like, I really, really have been listening to this guy a lot recently. I'm a big fan. This is like this guy called Dells, and this is his song Capsize. Uh, and I think it just encapsulates some of the things that I've been trying to put across today. Uh, yeah, it's time to come together. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Tramway. Happy GI. Have a great GI. Bye.
They're asleep in the belly of the beast Living in a dream in their own fantasy Smothered by their mother to a breast for a pillow Desensitized, no minds, hello Can you hear me? It's a transmission, fellow Live feed I hope you haven't eaten, do you mind these? Projectile thoughts for the main course Possessed by the force, leave inside deep they support blades like first they cut cross Another child dies, no longer this lost Ain't nothing changed since Britain turned blue Except more cuts, more problems, more Looks like that we're all No, a camera in, better see clear a mic Kick down the doors of parliament for the truth And have a word with the PMI Ours is the awesome trip, you're us We need to stick together Down the nights are closing in We need to stick together where is the heart and soul we need to come together? When the youths are so damn cold, we need to stick together. For the disenfranchised Manchester already don't seem to learn Got enough to talk about the guns on the street When the guns come cheap from the factory The factory, they don't check those facts Or they blame and they make scapegoats to the blacks Or anybody else who's fresh off the boat Or everybody else who don't wish to vote For the moderate blues with design of views The red top, readership holds the clues So who's got the money for the PR scams To pull the wool over the eyes of the everyday man How many fresh-faced youths will they say to war without clear definition of what they fighting for. So what came first, the addiction or the drugs? Modern day fuggery, pinstripe bugs. Times they are so treacherous, we need to stick together. Now the nights are closing in, we need to stick together. Where is the heart and soul, we need to come together. When the youths are so damn cold, we need to stick together. Times they are so treacherous, we need to stick together And now the nights are closing in, we need to stick together Where is the heart and soul, we need to come together When the youths are so damn